the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. The winning streak is over, ladies and gentlemen. Seven straight W's. It ends with going for eight. So close. The degenerate special. Two of three, including the hardest of the three, which was the Titans on the money line over the Dolphins. Had the Chargers over the Broncos. Easy W. Chiefs over the Bengals. I took the bait and Joey Burrow is starting to look like the second-best quarterback in the AFC. That's right, I said it. You can do the process of elimination on who he's ahead of and who he isn't. Did have, by the way, a winning day on Action Network, 11-6 plus 3.5 units. So follow me on Action Network. Don't forget I'm firing on lives. I'm making picks all the way up until start time, so turn on my notifications for that if you really want every one of my picks because some people ask. And that's where you can get them. Twitter, Insta, Moneyline Monaco, Alex Monaco. That's how we dance. And on that note, we segue into Monday night in which I'm a little emotional about as the Steelers being my second favorite team outside of the sports betting realm. And knowing that it's Big Ben's last home game at Heinz Field. So without further ado, new slate, new streak starts out right now. Let's get into it. Steelers hosting the Browns. Lock of the day. And I've gone back and forth on which side of this game I want to give you as the lock. I'll say it out the gate. I'm touching both the over-under and a side on this game. And I'm going to start with the lock being the Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh Steelers on the money line. Ladies and gentlemen, this line has moved. The Steelers are now a slight favorite. I'm seeing it at minus 125, minus 1.5 on the money line, but it's just changed as it hits your ears. Was minus one refresh, now it's one and a half. Just go with the Steelers on the money line. It's going to be a huge, huge moment for the Pittsburgh Steelers in recent memory with the Big Ben last game. I think that is a ethos, pathos, locos approach to the all things matter here on this game because, again, the Steelers looked terrible last week at Arrowhead. And the Browns looked, you know, Baker Mayfield career high for interception at the Packers. And so two teams coming in now watching the Bengals win the AFC North, beating the Chiefs. It's not a great day in either of these camps except for the Big Ben moment. Now, this man absolutely owns the Cleveland Browns. And I want to start out by giving you what Big Ben's record is against this team. To just give you a little more understanding of how much this man has dominated this brown and orange team. He's 24-2-1 in 27 career starts versus the Browns. It's a 9.07 winning percentage. Think about that. Third highest by any NFL quarterback versus a team minimum 20 starts. This is since 1950. We're talking about only Tom Brady versus the Bills, 33-3. And Len Dawson, throwback Chiefs against the Browns, he was 20-2. and two. No other quarterback, no other rivalry, no other divisional opponent than Big Ben, third in the whole history of the league against the Browns. He's won 24 times, and that includes an 8-1 and one in their last nine versus the Browns at home. So they have beaten Baker Mayfield in Heinz Field as you know, coming up here, several years in the league, 8-1 and one versus the Browns in their last nine in this stadium. That isn't good if you're on the Browns. Now, here's another thought. Because, say what you will about the Pittsburgh Steelers, but when it comes to primetime Monday Night Football, really put this in your noggin. They haven't lost since 1992 against the New York Football Giants. All right, they have won 19 games in a row on Monday night. That is absolutely incredible. If they win tonight, it's going to now span across three decades of Monday night football home W's. This is a Browns team that has only won two games on the road this year. And a Pittsburgh team that has only lost two games at Heinz Field. And you're telling me, Big Ben, last home game, Monday night primetime, Baker and the Browns only shot to win the division would have been a Chiefs loss to the Bengals, a win against the Steelers tonight, and a win against the Bengals week 17. Now it's all she wrote. It's over. Both these teams need a Christmas with the Cranks miracle for them to get in the playoffs. It is win or go home. This Browns team, I just simply don't trust. This team hasn't been healthy for a month. This team is going into this game missing many, many elements to both sides of the football. 
And I'm looking at what they've done in the last few games. And I'll get to it why I'm on the other side on this over-under element in a second. But this Browns team, they're just 1-4 against the spread in their last five meetings against the Steelers. They're 2-5 and five against the spread on Monday night games in the last seven. That isn't good. And yes, I do know it's tough to beat a team twice. Steelers bested the Browns 15-10 earlier in the season. Steelers were actually getting 5.5 points in that. I was on that side. I was also on the under in that side. So on that note, I'm going to lean into it here. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers Big Ben's farewell game. Break out the mustard. Heinz Field is about to get all the emotional W's and hot dogs after to celebrate this. Big Ben, heck of a career, heck of a moment that will happen tonight. And I'm here to capitalize on it financially with all you wonderful people. Steelers on the money line over the Browns. Let's go. And we move on to the degenerate special. I'm throwing in the Steelers on the money line. And I'm taking under 42. And it pays plus 241 on FanDuel, your local shop. And I'm loving every minute of this under. All right? Let's start with this. The Browns, 4-1 on the under in their last five games. All right, you look at what they've done offensively in the last four games. Nothing to feel great about. All right, they had 22 points against the Packers. That's not bad considering the Baker four picks. Then you had a 14-point affair. You did have a 24-point affair and a nice win against the Ravens. But then you also had 10 points and 13 points. One of those was against the Lions. So in the last month plus of football here, they haven't broken 24 points. And they're going against a Pittsburgh team. That again, I mentioned to you, phenomenal at home. And this is a Steelers team that is four and one in their last five at home on the under. And that's what I'm loving. To do you one better on grass, Cleveland's five and one in their last six on the under. Pittsburgh eight and three in their last eleven on the under. And you think about Big Ben's style this year, starting on that side of the football. He's 27th in the league in average yards per pass attempt, 6.6. All right, he's checked down Nancy over here. He's thrown for fewer than 160 yards in each of his last two outings. You don't love that. Browns have a stingy defense again. This is a 19th and 22nd points per game offensive matchup here. And the 22nd and 17th in points allowed on the other side of the coin. This is a game that should go under. Pittsburgh's got 43 sacks, third in the NFL. They're blitzing almost 29% of the time, eighth most in the league. Steelers D in the red zone allows a touchdown just 50% of the time, sixth best in the NFL. And Pittsburgh in their last five games has been nothing to feel good about whatsoever. They had 10 points twice. They had 20 points against the Ravens, 19 against the Titans. Yeah, they had 28 against the Vikings. That was all chasing garbage points. Take that out as the outlier. 10 points twice, 19 and 20. Under 42 is the number. Will there be six touchdowns scored in this football game? I'm going to say no, Costanza. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say this is a good old AFC North battle. Not a lot of big plays downfield. Clock moving, short passes, tough defense on both sides, ground and pound. We'll take the under. You know why I like the Steelers. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Another little milestone. A win for the Steelers against the Browns. 
51st all-time on Monday Night Football, that'll break a tie for the most in league history. So what a way to go out. Ben gets his last W in Heinz Field. He gets to contribute to the now number one team on Monday Night Football at home. And that would have meant he has never lost at home during this streak on Monday Night Football. Big Ben, take us to the bank, my guy. Plus 241, Steelers in the under, FanDuel same game, degenerate parlay. Let's wrap it up. And I'm going to real quick wrap it up with Nick Chubb anytime touchdown minus 140. It's a lot of juice, but this man with eight touchdowns on the season going against the second worst rush D in the NFL. Pittsburgh's given up 142.7 yards. All right. Kareem Hunt is questionable. This lad, Chubb, I mean, listen to this. 4,700 yards, 36 touchdowns in his first four years in the NFL. Since the year 2000, only five other running backs have been that productive. LaDainian, Clinton Portis, AP, Chris Johnson, and Zeke. This man is in rare air. He had a mediocre game against the Steelers in the first time they danced. Didn't score a touchdown, actually. But two tugs in his last two games. I'd like to think in these last few weeks they've committed to the run a little more. It's how they're going to be lucrative with this offense. I would expect Baker, give me a handoff inside the 10. Wham, bam, thank you. For me, this man is the all-purpose back going into this night. He's the most valuable player on that Browns offense by a country mile. We're only swallowing minus 140 in juice. Can he get in the end zone? I like to think he can get in the end zone. I really do. I'm picking the worst of the Rusties, and this is a top three rushing team. All right, so a great rushing team versus a terrible rush defense. I'll take Nicholas to get in the end zone, minus 140, and that's how we wrap it up. I'm going Steelers on a motion. I'm going under in the Steelers. I'm going Nick Chubb gets in. I'm feeling stupendous about this. I really am. And this is how we start a new streak, baby. All W's signing off. Monday Night Football. Last Monday Night Football of the season, by the way. Never a last. Never a Monday Night Football in the last week. We got to go out with a W. We got to. All right, that's it from me. All things volume sports. Check us out. Alex Monaco. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. We'll see you on Wednesday. We're getting down the business last week of the NFL season. Let's go. Let's go. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.